Welcome back to another edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynesy, uh, last week uh, spent uh, an entire podcast railing against the uh, MLB Network's rankings for left fielders and how we disagreed with uh, Stephen Kwan being left off the list, left outside the top 10. Uh, but this week, uh, the uh, the shredder redeemed itself, I think. Uh, the, the MLB Network uh, rankings uh, this year once again put Jose Ramirez number two among third basemen uh, right now in Major League Baseball. Uh, Austin Riley of the Atlanta Braves uh, flip-flopped with uh, Manny Machado in the uh, in the top three spots. So it's Riley at one, Jose Ramirez at two, and Manny Machado at three. Uh, we can break down the rest of the list as well, but uh, just your initial reaction when you found out that uh, as as far as the the, the permutations and computations of the uh, the MLB Network rankings for players uh, by position right now that Jose Ramirez ranks number two among third basemen. Well, these guys sobered up finally, Joe. I don't know if they were on a, <laughs> on a bender or what, but with that Quan selection or the, the Quan snub. So they got this right. Uh, Jose didn't have this greatest season. We've seen him at, you know, have better seasons, but he was definitely really a consistent, uh, grinded out, um, performance, uh, you know, topped out had his uh, career high. Most uh, plate appearances at the age of 30, 691, you know, just had a solid season across the board offensively and defensively. And uh, he deserved to be uh, the, the the second ranked uh, third baseman. Yeah, that, that consistency is that word that you use there. And I think uh, it, it's as much uh, an award that recognizes how good he has been in the level of play uh, that he's delivered and you know, uh, contributed to, to the, the players around him for the last several seasons, as well as what he is doing right now. You can't, you can't look around, uh, the, the division, uh, the American league, or, you know, really all, all throughout Mer- uh, major league baseball and, and find a guy who's, who, who posts up the way that he does every day. You know, he's in the lineup every day. Uh, he's relied upon as the centerpiece of that lineup and, and really just makes everybody around him better. And I think that's something that, you know, for for all of its faults and in, in not recognizing uh, Quan for what he did, uh, they got it right with Jose Ramirez uh, this time around. What do you think about uh, just the fact that he, he pretty much stayed neutral this year and, and, and didn't move out of that number two spot, but the uh, the, the two uh, players on, on either side of him, uh, Riley and Machado, sort of flip-flop positions? Yeah, well, Riley and, and the Braves had that great year. Uh, you can't ignore them. You know, just a high-powered offense. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, just had a definitely a breakout year for him. Uh, Machado still love him as a player, uh, but he kind of struggled with that whole team. You know, that whole San Diego team. You know, as we've talked about before, Joe, there's a missing missing ingredient with that club. And uh, I don't know if it's in the clubhouse or on the field, but they have way too much talent to be playing the way they have. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, Ma- uh, Manny had a great year. Uh, you know, I think he'll bounce back again. Uh, but there's something missing with that San Diego club. Yeah, that's uh, something there. And, and hey. It's a it's a beautiful town. It's a beautiful park. Uh, you know, maybe you, you go there and you you get a little lost in your, in your focus if you've been uh, Machado because he, he 
he had one good one really outstanding year since he arrived in, in San Diego. And, and since then, uh, he's he's, you know, been a superstar, but he's not uh, not at the top of his his game like he was uh, when he first arrived in San Diego. Uh, just looking at uh, the rest of the list and, and going down uh, beyond uh, Manny Machado at three, Rafael Devers at four, Alex Bregman at five, uh, Gunnar Henderson, obviously the rookie of the year uh, in the American League at number six, Nolan Arenado at seven, Max Muncie at eight, uh, Isaac Paredes of the, the Tampa Bay Rays at nine, and Justin Turner, uh, now a, a Toronto Blue Jay, uh, at 10. Uh, you know, really, uh, you know, four through maybe seven uh, look pretty solid in terms of uh, guys on that list. And then uh, I think you're, you're reaching for, for a little bit if you've got Max Muncy and Justin Turner, you know, guys who, who don't really have solid positions. And, and Turner's more of a DH anyways, um, as, as, you know, guys you're putting on this list. Uh, start with Devers, uh, you know, a guy who's pushing, uh, you know, always pushing, always seems to be pushing Ramirez. Uh, in, in the American League at, at third base, uh, this is a guy whose whose bat is as strong as as anybody's in uh, in you know at the position in all of baseball. Yeah, definitely, Joe. He is he is really you know a solid player, and uh, he played he ve- he played very well on a bad Boston team, a last place Boston team, which is you know. That's that's hard. Those those words usually don't go together. But, uh, you know, he was he he kept them he kept them going and uh, just, uh, you know, an everyday guy, uh, you know, he plays hurt uh, and and he can hit, you know, he's 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 really a quality hitter. Yeah. And then uh, you come to uh, Alex Bregman and uh, you you really don't realize how how long he's been doing this. He's He's uh, going to be entering what his uh, age 30 season uh, this year, and and he's been around since 2016. Uh, Bregman's been one of the top, uh, you know, two-way really third baseman in in the American League. Yeah, he got off to a slow start this season, uh, last season. Uh, still put in, a, you know, put in the work. I mean, 622 plate appearances appeared in 161 games, uh, you know, but eventually he started to hit, you know, and still ended up with 28 home runs, 90, 98 RBIs, a 262 batting average. So another solid season by Bregman and uh, he can pick it over there at third base, Joe. Yeah. And, and that's really one of the qualities that being that uh, two way sort of player uh, and, and you also have to factor in his, uh, his, his clutch ability, his, you know, big game abilities, you know, he's, he's had so many opportunities to play in the postseason that he's always going to be among uh, the, the all-time leaders in, in, in postseason offense because uh, just the number of opportunities he's had uh, during this, um, you know, really great Houston run over the last several years. Um, you come to Gunner, Gunner Henderson there uh, next on the list at, at number six, obviously the rookie of the year had a tremendous season, uh, really flipped the switch uh, about midway through the season and, and you know, turned things on offensively. Uh, but another problem that we, we sort of ran into with these lists and these top tens from uh, from the shredder is uh, uh, this this idea of positional, uh, you know, versatility, I guess, for the players and, you know, uncertainty for the for the system that's ranking them. 
they have him as a third baseman, but he did play uh, quite a few games at shortstop. And, you know, eventually we know he's going to be their third baseman full time when um, Jackson Holiday makes his debut. Jackson Holiday, obviously the number one uh, prospect. And, you know, this is a guy who's coming and, and is going to be uh, the shortstop in Baltimore. But, uh, you know, you're sort of putting the cart before the horse and, and making him, uh, you know, a, sort of anointing him uh, a third baseman. Uh, but but really, the way this guy hits, I don't think it matters, uh, you know, anywhere you put him uh, shortstop third base. He's, he's going to be among uh, the top infielders in the American League. Yeah, definitely. We got our first look at him. I remember a couple of years ago when uh, he came, I think he may, he may have made his debut against Cleveland or it was just came up. He had just and, come uh, up. Yeah, yeah he just come up and geez, he he just looked, uh, you know, he he looked like he belonged in the big leagues. And you're right, Joe. He, he made uh, he appeared in 84 games at third base and 83 at shortstop. So yeah, the shredder kind of had to flip a coin there, I, I guess, to uh, you know name him a third baseman. But uh, you know, still really a, a great talent, and you know, just part of uh, what's going to be what should be a, you know really a nice run by the Orioles after so, you know such a long drought. Uh, you know, they've got a, n- a number of young, you know promising young players, and Henderson is you know leading the pack there. Yeah, I remember Henderson coming up and uh, during that uh, you know, September, uh, his first uh, sort of debut uh, opportunity with the Orioles. Came up had uh, had had uh, like hockey hair and uh, couldn't yeah. keep his helmet on his head. He couldn't keep That's his helmet right. on his head. He was swinging. He was swinging for the fences and then losing his helmet like every at bat. And and he'd hit the ball and he'd run out of the box and his helmet had come off his head. It's like they could. He needed a, a, to wear a chin strap or something like that. It was it was uh it was funny. I think he figured things out though. Uh, <laughs> he got things going the right way uh, after that. So uh, it, it definitely uh, a good pick there at six and then. Uh, really, the the big the, one of the bigger surprises for me on this list is Nolan Arenado uh, being down at number seven. If you if you want to talk about uh, you know among the greatest defensive third basemen of all time, uh, Nolan Arenado definitely has to be in that conversation. And uh, he's he's down number seven right now. Uh, that just goes to tell you how much of a, a struggle it was for for the Cardinals overall last year, uh, but also for uh, Arenado. Uh, and, you know, individually uh, last season to, to have dropped so low. Yeah, we're talking about, you know, a consistent gold glove winner, Joe. You know, he ten didn't time win. gold glove winner. Ten, ten times. Ten, ten time gold glove winner. He did not win one last year, but he still made the all-star team. Uh, you know, the, the Cardinals had a tough goal last year. Uh, but Arenado, you know, still decent numbers when he hits uh, uh, 266. 26 home runs, 93 RBIs, 774 OPS, uh, you know, plays 144 games. Um, you know, that's still, you know, you ring the bill on those guys. You know, those are the guys that you, uh, you know, count on. Those are foundation players. And uh, Ernato did nothing to uh, hurt that reputation. Yeah, it's crazy that he's going into his fourth season already in uh, in St. Louis. Uh, at age 33, uh, it just seems so uh, it, not so long ago that he was, you know, Colorado leading Colorado, uh, you know, and, and leading the, the league in RBIs. And obviously, you know, a guy who enjoyed a lot of success hitting at uh, at Coors Field for sure uh, throughout his career. Uh, the rest of the guys on this list, I don't mean to, you know, dump, uh, 
you know, dump cold water on them. But, you know, uh, Max Muncy, Justin Turner aren't necessarily guys that, you know, stand out in my mind as, as third baseman. Uh, Isaac Paredes, a guy that's, uh, you know, at, at the number nine spot, uh, you know, somebody who uh, has has stepped up and played very well in his career against the Guardians. Uh, against Cleveland, every time he sees uh, a Cleveland jersey, he always seems to to come up with a a big hit or extend a rally at at, at some point. So, uh, you know, a guy that uh, you know we we've seen uh, get the job done as a third baseman, just uh, uh, on the younger side as as well. But uh, that that sort of fills out that list. Just uh, you know, as far as a position goes, where where it ranks uh, among the other uh, you know spots, this is. Uh, I, I would say one of the stronger positions at the top uh, in, in all of baseball, uh, if you look at it compared to the other spots on the list. Yeah, no doubt about it, Joe. A guy like Paredes is only 24, uh, you know, and like you said, uh, you know, we first got a, a look at him with the Tigers and mm-hmm. he, he, he hurt the uh, he hurt the Guardians from time to time. Then he, you know, went to Tampa Bay and he's, you know, he's become a solid player. You know, last year he he hits a career high 31 home runs, drives in 98 RBIs. Uh, you know, so you know that's a that's a solid season. Plays 143 games. So yeah, uh, you know the third base is kind of a you know it's good to see guys like Henderson and Paredes, uh, you know, play you know kind of developing into that you know the next wave of, of a young third baseman. Yeah, I've, I've got to admit, I was waiting for uh, this list to come out uh, all week. I was I was looking forward to it just so that I could criticize it a little bit more and and have a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, vitriol uh, towards the, the 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 network and, and what they put out. But uh, I, I got to say, with with Jose, you know, not having uh, his most outstanding season, but still being as as consistent as he was uh, and, and you know, them leaving him at number two, I think, uh I've I've made peace with it. I, I I'm not uh, I'm not as angry as I was after the uh, uh, the Quan snub for for certain. Uh, so so that wraps up uh, sort of theirs. I, I think they've got one one more position to go. I I, I don't I don't know, uh, you know, as far as any other uh, Guardians candidates uh, in in terms of uh, what they're coming out with their lists they're coming out with uh, for the rest of the way. But uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, I do want to mention to our listeners uh, about subtext. It's the, our best way to uh, get our thoughts on uh, behind when, when something like this happens and the, the lists come out. Uh, we react there on subtext as well, give you uh, our reactions instantly uh, via text message. It's a subscription service. costs $3.99 a month to get Guardians updates and, and access to everything that we find out uh, instantly. Uh, you can go to cleveland.com slash subtext or uh, – Sign up by sending a text message to 216-208-4346. That's the number to send a message to. Uh, Hoinsey, a bit of housekeeping, some uh, some news to to mention. Uh, Joe Smith, a reliever who uh, spent some time in Cleveland uh, and, uh, you know, also in in Houston and other places. Uh, Joe Smith uh, announces his retirement uh, for Major League Baseball. Uh, this week, uh, sort of, uh, you know, a, a long career, uh, started off in, in 2007. Uh, but, uh, this is a guy who played for, uh, what, uh, f- 15 seasons and, uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven different teams. Uh, a lot of success, uh, for a long time, uh, for Joe Smith coming out of the bullpen. 
Yeah, Joe, really nice guy. One of my favorites is, you know, that sidearm delivery. Uh, the Guardians got him uh, at the winter meetings in Las Vegas in a, like a three-player deal, three-team deal with about 12 players involved with the with the Mariners and and uh, the Mets. He, uh, Joe came from the Mets. Uh, you know, he's born in Cincinnati, and he, you know, he of, out of all the teams he played for, he, he had hit his longest stay in Cleveland, six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he 18 and 11, 2.80 ERA. Uh, you know. Over to almost 300 innings pitched. Um, just a solid guy. He was part of the. Do you remember the bullpen mafia, Joe? Mm-hmm. You remember? Yep. Yeah, he was part of that that great run. You know, from uh, what about 2011 through 2013, he, he was making 70 appearances a year. Uh, you know, and, and uh, he helped uh, Cleveland get back to the postseason. You know, and Terry Francona's first year in 2013. So just a, a good career, solid career, and, and a really good guy. Yeah, uh, opted out of the uh, 2020 season, uh, the COVID season, uh, because of concerns uh, within his family. And I, I believe he had a, a mother that was, was sick and, and uh, didn't want to uh, risk any sort of health concerns there. Uh, it, uh, just a, a really good guy away from uh, the field as well. And, uh, you know, you can't find a, a, a guy or a, a, anybody around baseball that, that would say a bad thing about Joe Smith. Uh, just always uh, really positive anywhere uh, he, he went and anybody he interacted with. So uh, best wishes to uh, to Joe Smith and to uh, to Allie LaForce and uh, to their family and, and, and all that. Uh, you know, good to see. Uh, Joe walking away from baseball on his terms. Uh, also, uh, you know, another piece of news, another uh, update. Finally, we get confirmation on uh, on uh, Carlos Carrasco uh, that he is officially signed and uh, invited to Major League Spring training by the Guardians. Uh, Carrasco signs a minor league deal with Cleveland uh, that would pay him upwards of two million if he makes the uh, the Major League club. Uh, this is, uh, we, we've been talking about this basically, uh, since last Saturday, but, uh, you know, uh, an opportunity here for cookie, if he's able to come out and, and perform to, to, to maybe make a difference on this club. Yeah, Joe, I think he's got a chance to, uh, you know, show his stuff, you know, two years ago, he, he was a 15 game winner for the Mets. Uh, so it's still there. He's, he just has to stay healthy. He's going to pitch at 37, you know, which is an advanced age. But, you know, uh, you know, I think uh, uh, Carlos is always taking good care of himself. Uh, so we'll see, uh, you know, just see how much he has left in the tank. But it's just good to have him back in the Cleveland organization, I think. And I'm sure he's excited. This, you know, Joe, I mean, before he got traded to uh, the Mets, he never played with any anyone in the big leagues except Cleveland 11 right. years. And that's a, you know, that's a lifetime. That's more, that's two lifetimes in the big leagues nowadays. So, you know, I, I'm sure he's excited and he and his family are excited to be back with Cleveland. Yeah. You just don't see guys, especially pitchers pitch 11 seasons consecutively or, or, or you know, play for one team uh, 11 seasons consecutively like that. So, uh, when when Carlos Carrasco thinks about you know where his home is in the major leagues, you know his when he closes his eyes he always pictures Progressive Field, uh, and and that should be the case. Uh, again, we're talking about what the number four all-time uh, strikeout uh, leader in franchise history. 
so, you know, hope, hoping he gets a chance to add to some of that, uh, some of his totals there uh, for sure. Uh, we, we'd like to see it. Uh, all right, Hoinsey, that's going to wrap up today's edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. We'll be back with you again uh, tomorrow, and we'll talk to you then. All right, Joe.